I can't promise you'll feel better after this, but I guarantee we'll talk about it, we'll laugh about it, and we'll go on with our day. So I recommend grabbing your favorite drink, grab your smokes, and let's hash this shit out. This is Talking At You, Season 2. Hello everybody, Rob here, Talking At You. I hope you're all having a happy Memorial Day, or how do you even know if that's really how you, how you call it, right? Because how's it happy, right? I don't know how you, it seems weird to say that. Thanks to all of our service members out there, uh, the ones that are serving, the ones that have served, um, and of course all the ones that gave their lives so that we could be doing shows like this, saying stupid stuff, acting dumb, doing stupid things, even the worst of, worst of the worst. You know, we're, we, our freedoms in this country, they are a wonderful thing, but they come with consequences, dire, horrible consequences. We aren't accountable for anything we do. We just hide behind our, our rights. We all assume everything's okay. Now, obviously, there's nobody in the world that doesn't understand what's going on right now. It's horrible. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how, in today's day and age, especially in a state like Texas, a school shooting can even happen. Because uh, it seems like we, we should have this under control at this point. We should know exactly how to deal with this. But we just let these people into our buildings. We just let them walk on in. And there's something messed up with that. I mean, it's, it's bad enough that he was basically allowed to just go buy a gun as soon as he turned 18. Two guns, two of the probably the worst possible guns an 18-year-old can have. No one stopped him. They gave him a good talking to before he went in. You know, he went in. Were the cops going there? No, because they're all cowards. They're all a bunch of cowards. You know, and that's what a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of good cops out there, but there's also a lot of cops that were basically bullied and abused as children, and it gives them power to be authority, and it gives them power to carry that gun around, which I think is what causes a lot of problems that people want to carry guns. It gives them that power that they never had, and never, they're never going to have without a gun. And once it's, it's like, it's like a bully complex. You can be a bully all day long, but as soon as someone punches back, you don't want to be that bully no more. You, you, you back off. So that's a lot what happened here. Uh, these cops... They could have went in there and stormed that building and got this done over real quick. I mean, they knew he was in there. It wouldn't have taken long. He, he, I mean, there were kids that were still going to die no matter how this turned out. But it didn't have to be 19 kids. And it's craziness. And, and then you heard about the mother, the mother that broke out of police apprehension. It's like they arrested a mother trying to help. Now, I get it. You don't want more, more dead bodies, but you're letting them die. Uh, why not let the parent go in there and do what you're not brave enough to do? because uh, she saved her kids. Uh, she made them all look pathetic and horrible. I mean, every damn one of them are accountable, and they all should be sued for everything they own, for everything they have. I mean, the whole state of Texas, anybody involved, anybody that let it happen, anybody in the government that allowed this to happen and voted for this to happen, they should be accountable for it, and they should have to give up their entire life savings, everything they have, and help these families out because they don't deserve to have a life after this. They don't deserve to have anything that these kids were stripped of, you know, and these families, like, they're never, they're forever, forever taken away. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I got kids in school. It terrifies me. And I live in an area where this, this kind of thing should be happening, but, you know, I also live in an area where hunter safety is a thing. No one up here buys their kids guns, or no one really has guns up here without going to hunter safety. for. It's just a way of passage. It's what we do. So there's a respect for guns. And I think that's where it's went wrong. There's no respect for guns in places where it is given to you. It's like, it's like getting a bunch of money for free. You win the lottery or you inherit a bunch of money. You're going to piss it away. You're going to spend it on stupid stuff that doesn't matter. So if you just get a gun with no restrictions, no working for it, no, nobody teaching how to use it, I mean, there's no consequence to buying a gun in Texas. You just go get it. I mean, 10-year-old goes in the store and says, I want a gun. I mean, technically, they could sell it to them. I mean, why wouldn't they? And so, yeah, I mean, some guy just got out of prison, you know, a rapist. Uh, who knows? Some guy just got out of jail for uh, armed robbery. Texas don't care. You're getting their gun. Yep, because uh, they all want cowboys there. They want everybody to be armed. So, uh, yeah, um, that, that's going to be our future because, you know, the states are going to start following suit because that's what they do. And it's the coward states, um, the ones that, you know, they want that, that money vote. And really, I don't even understand that. I mean, because 
NRA, you know, their money is going to come to whether you like them or not. I mean, they still, NRA needs the government. The government does not need the NRA because they're not going to stop paying to keep their guns out there. People are going to keep buying guns. So all NRA is doing is trying to make sure it doesn't ever get shut down, which is never going to happen. Who is, no one's ever going to shut down guns. They're going to put restrictions, restrictions for sure. They're going to put regulations, all that stuff for sure, as there should be. I mean, I don't think, I mean, 18 years old, I mean, you can fight in the military. You can fight in the war then, sure, at 18, you should be able to buy a gun, but you should also have to go through the same kind of training. If you're not in the military, uh, you're not trained to be a police officer, you should at least have to do the same training as one to get your gun. All of us should. I mean, you got places like in the Swiss, Switzerland, um, every male, every man there has to train for self-protection. They have to train for military in the event that it might ever happen. That makes, how does that not make sense? Why do we just want to give people guns? It's like, shouldn't we as a society, if, if we're going to use the whole self-protection as a, as a front for buying guns, um, sure, I can see that, whatever. But why wouldn't you want your population trained on how to use a gun, the responsibility of a gun? Wouldn't that make your state, your country more powerful? Because who, who's going to take over the United States when they know that everybody over here that has a gun is trained with the gun? Because... Um, that, that makes 100% sense to me because I'm not going to fear some dumbass with an AR that, you know, shoots out on the weekends once in a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be worried about the guy with an AR that can make that thing shoot on a pinpoint precise target and can take me out for a mile away. Not one that can, you know, maybe get lucky and just scatter his shots everywhere. Um, so, yeah, if we're going to have guns, we need training. We need to train every single one that wants to use a gun, that needs to have a gun. And I think maybe regulation should, should be a requirement. Like, this is a good one, I think. Every, every household should have one person that's, you know what, you don't even gotta you know, register it. No, you gotta be registered as gun certified. How about that? You don't even gotta, you don't even gotta tell them that you have guns. Because who, who really cares? You know, if they know you have a gun, it isn't gonna matter. I mean, they're not, we're not gonna get drafted, so. At least everybody, at least one person in the household should be trained for gun use. If there's a divorce, then the other person in the household has to get the gun, gun um, training. Maybe both, maybe parents as parents, they should have to learn guns for protection of their family. Uh, they can pass the knowledge down to their kids, but at, at an age, their kids will have to get trained. Or we make an age limit where... Um, if you train your kids at an age where they can understand what they're learning, like... I think when it comes to gun, gun training, gun restriction, or not, I keep saying restrictions, gun, gun training, you need to be able to handle every gun. So if you're training your five-year-old on a gun, but he can't shoot a, a rifle because it has too much kick, he's not ready for guns. You, when you can handle every gun, like you can, you can pick any shot from any gun, that's when you're ready for him, and you should be trained on it. So it'd be like having a driver's license. It'd be like having um. I don't know. I mean, shit, you got to have, have licenses to build a house now. you got to have licenses for everything. Why not have at least one person in the household that can prove they know how to shoot a gun and defend their family? That makes, that makes sense, right? So, I mean, these are things that presidents and stuff they should be coming up with. Um, these are things I would do as a politician. I would, I'd come up with, how do we make it work? How do we make everybody happy? Because nobody wants to give up their guns. I don't want people to give up their guns. I don't. I love guns and I love shooting guns. I mean, I love, I, mean, I don't own AR-15 just because I'm too, I'm too cheap to buy one. They're, they're a very expensive gun to buy a, a good quality one. So, I mean, I would, I would love to have a safe in my house just full of arsenal of guns that I'm probably never going to use. But it's fun that they're there. I mean, that, that's a whole other whole issue because, you know, you got these guys that have hundreds and hundreds of, well, not hundreds, that's just like John Wick stuff. But, um, but to have a ton of guns, and you can only shoot one at a time. I mean, there's nobody out there with two, two ARs in their hands. I mean, maybe, I mean, that'd be badass, but, and you're not, what are you shooting at? You, you can't hold a gun properly, a rifle in one hand and shoot it properly. So, so yeah, I mean, if you get a whole arsenal of guns, that's, that's fun and all, that's great, and you can brag about it to your friends, but you only need one good gun.
one reliable gun that, you know, if someone breaks in your house, you're going to use it, which that's, we'll get into that here pretty soon too. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, if anybody has anything to argue with that, I, I can't understand, I can't understand why anybody would argue with that. I'm saying you don't even got to register your gun, but you got to register as a gun user. How about that? That, that sounds like an awesome idea. I mean, plus it looks kind of cool, right? You got a certificate saying, I'm a badass, I can shoot any gun I want. So how's that not cool? And make that a requirement. Easy. And that'd be like a requirement to have kids. You got to go through gun training. You got to learn a weapon. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. And uh, leave, it, leave that part at that. But uh, And then... You got concealed guns. Now, I don't understand why anybody needs a concealed gun. I mean, it's kind of nice. I mean, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather it be concealed than see your gun. Cause I, 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 I don't want to walking through Walmart and see someone walking with an a AR on their back or fucking six shooter on their side or whatever the hell people carry on their sides, Glock or whatever. Um, cause it, it does not make me feel safe. I don't know that person's mindset. I don't know where they're at. We can do all the testing in the world, and that's not what I was getting at earlier. I wasn't getting at mental tests. I'm talking about gun handling, so because there comes a respect with that. You go through the training, there comes a respect for guns and what you did to earn that gun. But mental checks, you know, that's just a, it's it's not even it's not even a feasible idea. All you're doing, uh, I'm kind of rambling off, kind of jumping off subject here. But when it gets into health or mental health checks, all you can do is look into their past in that scenario. What did they do in the past? Are they stable now? Can we make it better? No, you can't make it better. If they, if they had a trauma, if they experienced something, that's never going away no matter how much therapy you give them. They can suppress it, but eventually something will happen. Now, if you wanna give somebody an evaluation they have no history, that's great, but you don't know. I mean, anybody, any single person, um, they find out their wife's cheating on them. They find out, Someone knocked up their daughter. They find out um, they just lost their job. Um, anything. I mean, this these are triggers that can knock out a, a, a civilized anybody. Um, I mean, these are things like the anxiety. I mean, it's just you can't know how someone's going to react to a situation. So trying to uh, get a piece of paper that says that someone's stable, that's not a thing. That's a solution because nobody has a solution. And, I mean, a background check, it should be done, but it shouldn't be relied upon. That should not be the defining factor if you're just tell someone if you're stable or not. Because that just means you haven't committed a crime yet. That doesn't mean you're not going to. Um, most, I don't know, most people with any kind of parenting, you know, they haven't committed crimes at 18 yet. They're just starting to get to a point where they're expressing their feelings in, a, in an adult fashion. So there needs to be something. Um, nobody has an answer. I don't have answers. I just have suggestions. And I like to think my suggestions are pretty good because, I mean, I do stupid stuff. I mean, anybody that has guns has done stupid stuff with their guns. Now, I've never been angry. To, well, I mean, yeah, I've been angry to the point where I did talk about in the last gun control episode that I was, I was like 18. I, I was, it was stupid. Um, I was coming out of work one night and I got, I mean, it was a stupid thing. It was kind of like a weird thing we were doing in school back then, but basically it was drive-bys because we're just a bunch of white kids. We don't know what the hell we're doing, but we would basically just drive up at night on people or during the day and just shoot them with water guns, you know, like high powered water guns, like super soakers and stuff. And then, you know, I was having a bad night that night. Um, and someone got me and like, I've, first time I was ever, ever happened to me, it's like, so I was pissed. So first thing I did, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not proud of it. I am not at all. I mean, it could have been, my life could have been so much worse if I would have found the people that did this. But I basically went home, grabbed a hunting rifle, my hunting rifle that I got from my parents. I didn't buy it. And it was in my car. I had, I had my, I had th three rounds in it. And you know, this is, this is scary, scary shit. And I don't know if I would have done anything because I think I was going to just use it as a scare tactic, basically, hanging out the window. But, but the fact is I, I loaded it. And that's the hard, that's, that is the worst part of it all. 
is you can take a gun, make it for a scare tactic or whatever, but when you load it, you have an intent. And, you know, that's when laws start getting involved. I mean, I, I was driving out with the intent to bodily harm something or someone or whatever, but that's the mindset of a teenager. Um, I wasn't nowhere near ready for life at that point. I wasn't ready to make those kind of decisions, but I had the freedom to. And that, that's where it's dangerous. Now it's completely different. Now it's like I've learned, you know, I've done things. You know, it's like I pass it on to my kids. My kids are completely stable. My kids barely shoot guns. They have total access to weapons. I mean, we got hunting rifles. We got stuff, you know, I mean, whatever. But they're not out there shooting shit up. They're not out there, you know, not doing anything I was doing. I mean, I was out there target shooting all, all the time. You know, I was hunting. I was lots of things. But... Our kids are smarter now, um, on the most part. Now, I have kids, um, two uh, in their 20s, and they've got their issues. I mean, they definitely got anxiety. They got ADD. They got, they got all these things that should be holding them back, but they have also, as screwed up as my parenting was, they, and their moms, you know, we're, we're both flawed parents for sure, you know, young parents, you know, raising young kids, but they have morals anyway they have understanding of consequences they have you know i don't know we did church early on in life you know i think you know religion is kind of more just a scare tactic really to keep people in check which is whatever it's it's a good scare tactic to keep people in check um it gives you some kind of moral ground it gives you some kind of base to use because otherwise you're just telling your kids to be good and they have no reason to other than your word to be good so so some fear of God is a good thing, I guess. Um, just don't base all your decisions on it because it is kind of a man-made lie just to force rules and restrictions. But anyway, that, that's another episode. Um, but yeah, it comes down to there's parenting. Everybody says, well, don't you can't blame the parents, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, it is, it is a lot of the parenting. Uh, kids learn from their parents. So if you're, uh, if you're a heavy red... That's your child. That's all they're gonna know. It's all they're gonna do. If you're heavy blue, that's all they're gonna do. I mean, if you if you you got to be almost in between or just have your beliefs, but know that you can't force those on your kids. You got to give your children a chance to make their own decision because they might actually educate you. And my kids. Every day surprise me. They tell me things like it makes me think twice about things. I mean, I'll say something to Mike because my son is, you know, he's all, he's, he's all in the two A crowd. He's whatever, you know, Trumper, whatever. I, I don't know if he's. He said he's, he says he's not a Trumper, but you know, you look at the signs. He's definitely a deep Republican, which that's that's what I always was. Um, I do vote both ways, but what I mean, when you look at it, I mean, damn, the, the Republican lifestyle is a hundred percent more fun than the Democratic lifestyle. But it's fun for kind of the wrong reasons. And then you have the Democrats. You know, they, I do believe, I mean, they're all corrupt. I mean, every single one of them. There's not, there's no politicians out there that aren't working with each other. So they don't even pretend like your party's better than the other party. It's not. In Congress, they're all the same people. Outside of Congress, they got us normal people. That's where the differences are. And we don't even know why we were different. Um, the Democrats, I think, like a true, like, they want to make change. Because that, that I means that's the name, liberals, it's liberation, liber, liberators. That's what they want to be. They want to branch out, take what we have, make it better. Conservatives are conservatives. You know, it's in the title, it's in the name. Um, conservatives want to conserve the way of life, the way things are, the way they've been. They don't want to make changes because it's a change and it's unknown. So just, just the terms alone tell you where the parties are at. And that's, it's, that's where the problem is, you know, just... Having a Republican and Democrat is already divided. So everybody's blaming the presidents, you know, whatever, for di division, stuff like that. It's already been set in stone. We can't stop it. There's, there's race problems. I mean, this is all like, this is just a huge revenge issue. Um, the South never, from day one, from, the, from when North beat the South, there's been nothing more than them trying to regain power. And... That's basically your Republican Party. They're, they're the South trying to regain that power they lost. The unknowns. You know, what would have happened if they didn't lose kind of scenario. But it's, it's a dark world. There's a reason it had to stop. 
You cannot have human beings working as your workhorses. Like, they can't be, we just can't do that, people. I mean, we can't have, they're humans. I mean, they, they're exactly the same. We can't, we just can't. We can't go back to slavery. We can't have any form of slavery. Other than, you know, obviously our workforce is just paid slavery, but at least we're paying each other, right? I mean, we all get paid crap pay. I mean, we're never going to be able to pay the, the wage we all want because it's not realistic. I mean, if everybody's rich, the economy crashes. Dollar be worth nothing. Um, but if everybody's poor, it's the same scenario. No one's spending. No, the economy's not moving. It just, it's a vicious cycle. We've got to find a, a happy medium. And that's the hard part because the happy medium requires restrictions and um, regulations. And nobody wants that because it scares them. It scares them to be told what to do with their money. Now, I'm not super rich, but if I was a billionaire or a millionaire, I would probably get a little intimidated that you're telling me what I got to do with my money. And I, I would address it in whatever way I could. You know, you got guys hiding money across the, the border and uh, stuff like that and doing horrible legal things. But I don't think that's a horrible thing either. And if you're smart or social enough, you, like if you own... Amazon, or you own, I mean, whatever the hell it is Elon owns, he owns everything, but you earned it. I mean, you might not have, like, I got a little more respect for Bezos as far as how he got his money versus Elon. You know, Elon was just a rich kid that came to America avoiding draft. Um, so, differences there, but Elon is, I don't know, he's kind of making the world a better place, even though it's more for selfish greed purposes. And... Whatever. I mean, we all use his stuff, right? I mean, I got Starlink. I love it. Um, so, I mean, I use Amazon. I love it. I mean, I, these corporations, Microsoft, all of them, you know, we all use their stuff, but we bitch about them. They made our lives where they're at. You got a phone? You might as well thank uh, Bill Gates. Um, yeah, he stole, basically stole the business. Who knows if it would have gone as far as it did with, with out of him, but... Um, that's the point. It's like, we bitch about these guys, but they're the ones that have made our lives where they are now. They've helped democracy. They've helped everything in our life happen. So we do have to take the good with the evil. Uh, right now the evil is guns. So how do we deal with guns? I mentioned earlier, don't take them away. That, that, that'd be a horrible, horrible mistake. We do, we do know that. Um, cause you can, you can go back to places like, uh, like Australia. They all willingly give up their guns. But you have recently seen, like, uh, I mean, places that have these lockdowns and they, they're forcing their people to stay in their homes and they put them in camps. Now, I don't think the government's, you know, they're in their best power to try and do the right thing, but the fact is that people can't fight back, that's, that's scary. But then, you, like I said, you got Switzerland, like I mentioned earlier. Um, they, they train every single one of their men. Every single one of their men are military trained. Like, they have to go to, a, like, a, basically a boot camp or something. Um, they're not getting enlisted. They're not like in the military, but they're trained military, so they can do it. And that's not a. It's really not a horrible thing. You, you, you can do that as a school course, um, summer summer course. You know, we have summer uh, classes for driver's ed. Why can't we have summer classes for military? And then your kid gets a certificate saying they're a respectable gun-toting citizen. Problem solved. I think that's a great idea. So. So yeah, I mean, Second Amendment needs to be amended. It was not written well. It was not written by, you know, it really wasn't even written by good people. I mean, the whole, the, all, all the paperwork, you know, that we use to defend our country and our rights, it really wasn't written by good people. It, it, it really wasn't. They, they were bad people. They were Democrats, Republicans. They were all of them. I mean, they all had slaves. They all used slaves to the fullest extent. They all did horrible, horrible things to the women and children of slaves. Um, so for us to fall back on that paperwork, those documents, like it's the best thing in the world, uh, it's only the best thing if it applies to our lifestyle. I don't know, I don't wanna abolish it or say everything's gotta be rewritten, but there's gotta be things that have to be reworked because it's a different age. Uh, those. Those things were never written in the time where they actually thought civilians could take over the government. It never was. They, their civilians didn't have the kind of weaponry and gun power we have now. 
And if, if they did, they wouldn't have wrote those things. I guarantee you they would not have written the Second Amendment had their citizens have what we have now. So I'm just saying you can't just turn a blind eye because you're afraid of infringement. Infringement's not going to happen. They're going to change things for the better, and we're going to become more responsible citizens because of it, as we should. It's, it's obvious. It's in the news. We're, we're looking at it. Uh, if you can see these these programs, you know, see these TikTok videos, you know, I mean, they show the kids' faces. Do you watch the whole video? Do you look to the side? Do you, do you look away from their faces? Uh, it's because it's painful. It's because you know deep down that you kind of had something to do with it a little bit. Uh, I mean, I was damn near. I mean, I, I didn't cry because, you know, whatever. We're raising a day where kids don't cry, right? Or boys don't cry, but... It does make you tear up a little. I mean, if you deep down think about it, I mean, 19 kids, that's just that shooting. I mean, kids, I mean, I can get adults. Um, we'll deal with that. But when it comes to kids, they didn't even get a chance. They didn't do anything wrong that day. None of these kids did a single thing wrong. Nothing. They went to school excited. I don't care what income level they were, what they were doing, what, what society level they were at. I mean... Little kids are excited little kids. They always have hope until they are completely stripped of that hope. And when it's fourth and fifth graders, you know, younger, massacred into hamburger by a gun that wasn't necessary, something has to be done. Because I agree. I mean, there's just, there's nothing that we could have done to stop this. It was going to happen. This, this kid was dead set. He had a mental issue. Anybody that does this has mental issues. We can try to solve it if they're willing to do it. That's the thing. Um, they're not going to... You don't know they have a mental issue until it's too late. Because otherwise it would be the end of uh, alcoholism. Who, who's a, who knows a person that's an alcoholic and you got to have an intervention just to make them admit that they need help. So mental health awareness isn't going to help unless they're willing to go get help. So that, that's not, that can't be a thing. What we need to do is restrict, we need to force, force them to not be able to kill as much. Um, and, that, and that's what it is. That's what it realistically comes down to. Everybody wants like a 100% solution. It's not going to happen. No matter what we would have done that day, somebody was getting killed. There was going to be, if it wasn't 19, it might have been, let's say, let's say he had a hunting rifle. He had a 30-30. You know, five rounds. He, he could have, if he's a really good shot, he could have killed five kids that day, had to reload. Now, that, that's not the quickest thing for someone that's a novice that doesn't know what they're doing. So, and this is probably a scenario where a lot of these times it's scenarios that are novices. That's why they buy these guns, because it doesn't really take any skill set to shoot one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it gives them that pause for one of the students or a teacher, someone to grab that gun or knock him down or something. That's the difference. Um, it's not mental awareness. We can't solve that because we're never going to know until it's too late. We can't solve, you can't do, do it by, you can't take guns away because that, that takes everybody's defense away. And the type of gun though, as far as who can get that gun without any restrictions, we can solve that problem very, very easily. Because if this kid couldn't have bought one versus, I mean, let alone two of these guns, it would have been a different day that day. Kids would have died. Like I said, the worst case scenario, unless he was a really fast reload, which I don't think he was had a skill set for, uh, he could have probably killed five kids that day, which is still horrible. But an AR in the hands of somebody that doesn't know what they're doing with it can do devastating damage. Where with a 30-30, you'll get probably three shots off that might connect, and another two are just going to go into the wall or something. And the time it takes you to fumble with those bullets and put them back in the gun, someone has grabbed you and knocked you to the ground. Because I guarantee you, that would have happened. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, just, just look at, uh, go back to 9-11, you know, when the, when the planes were getting taken. Um, when it first happened, no one knew how to register to that. I mean, it was basically, what, a box cutter? And people were, like, paralyzed? But there was also, you know, I, I'm not going to recite, I, you know, I should know all the facts, but... You know, you had the other plane that was heading, uh, what was it, the, the White House or whatever it was, wherever it was going. They stopped it. They, they attacked the, the attacker and they stopped it. 
And that's what happens when you have a controllable gun, a controllable weapon, anything. You have a, you have a moment, a window, where you can do something about it. Uh, you can't run into a sh you know, shrapnel bullets. You just can't. You can't run into that. Because uh, you're not going to win. I mean, if you're lucky the gun jams or he gets to the last one, you got to put a clip in real quick. Now, I don't know. I mean, sure, I might try to do that. But I'm not going to do it while he's firing his gun. So, I mean, if I see a 30-30 and I see an AR, I'm less afraid of a 30-30. Because I know all I got to do is you know, walk in a circle real fast or make any kind of fast motion, they are not going to shoot me. They're not going to get me. But an AR, he can just sit there and do a fucking, he can do a 360 all the way around pulling the trigger and, well, hell, the whole room is dead in a matter of seconds. And you know that's true. I don't care who argues this. You know that is true. That's why the gun is so fun to shoot. I mean, damn it. Don't deny it. You know that's exactly it. So, yeah, we got to come together. We can't just keep bitching and moaning about the problem. You gotta come up with solutions. Put on your suit, put on your tie, go up there like a civilized goddamn person and talk it out. You know, because guys like Abbott, you know, people are deep into the NRA and, you know, they, they depend on them. They're like, they're suckling on the tit so hard that they, they can never release it. I mean, that's where it's at. Because it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, why should it even matter? We can cut out the NRA. They don't, they, we don't need them. I mean, it's not like they're going to stop making guns. The guns are going to be there. They're going to keep making them. They're just an organization. They're not like the no-all and end-all of guns. We don't need any association of guns. For some reason, at some point, we decided that we need someone to represent gun rights or something. I don't know. It's like they're there. Obviously, our people are well fine fighting them for themselves. They don't need the NRA. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, my kid's four. He just now started playing with toy guns. And I get a little worried about those. No, I got to sit there and tell him how to use a toy gun properly. Because I don't want to be responsible for creating a monster. I don't want him thinking that, you know, it's fun to shoot people in the face on as a fake gun. No, because that is burned in your, your mind. You know, I'm not saying, you know, this is just like the whole culture. It's like, well, they play with guns when they're younger. Or they... They play violent video games when they're younger, blah, 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 or, or anything. Or the, the loud, you know, whatever, music, music, whatever. You know, it's like, those are all excuses for people that like guns. Because they got to make up any excuse other than a gun. It's just common sense. And that's where, that's where I don't understand. Because we were doing a common sense gun law. It's like, no one said you couldn't have your gun. Some people, they were saying use common sense with your gun. I mean, this is simple. Now, guns kill and i get that you know i get that guns don't kill I me mean, it's sitting on the table it's not going to kill me but if i pick up that gun it, i mean i kill somebody with it that gun the bullet you know depending on how far back you want to go with this device that killed somebody my hand didn't my hand in the gun did not kill somebody my hand with the gun killed somebody so you need the tool you need the tool to do the job and if that tool makes the job easier, you do more work with it. So it's, it's like anything. I can take a screwdriver. I can put a screw in. It's going to take me, I don't know, five minutes to put a screw in. I can take a power drill, and I'm going to put in 10 screws, 15, 20 screws in the same amount of time. So there's a difference there. There's a huge difference, and I don't understand why... Why Abbott and all these guys and these NRA and the gun control and it's like uh, Republicans is like how do you not just how can you not just admit that admit the fact that because it was an AR-15 it was easier to kill 19 kids no one's disputing that it wasn't going to happen I mean should you go under the barbed baseball bat um, start saying eeny meeny miny mo and start killing people I mean. <laughs> that's going to happen too. And if he's a fast swinger, he'll get a pretty good amount of people. But you're going to run from a baseball bat pretty easily. He's, all he can do is at that point is keep swinging. He can't come at you any faster than he can run. And there's a chance. So use common sense. That, that's kind of where the law was coming from. Common sense, common law. It, it's, it's so easy. You don't, don't got to restrict bullets. You don't got to restrict guns. You don't got to restrict anything. It's just... Acknowledge it. Acknowledge the fact that 
this gun in this particular situation where someone that age could get it with no restrictions, it made it easier to pull out the, do the job at task. Because um, nobody's going to go into that school with the plans that I might kill one person. Nobody. Nobody is going to do that plan. Because that plan they know, if they're out there to make a statement, one person is not going to matter. It's going to be a little bit on the news, local news, and that's it. No. You want to make a statement, you're killing multiples. And the statement's been made to the point where it's going to be duplicated. There's dumbasses out there that are watching, watching the attention this is getting. They're seeing that this kid, this mentally unstable kid, is getting attention now. And you know how people like this get attention? How they, they express that they needed help? They think, they think they're helping other mentally ill kids by doing this. Because now they've made it a thing. They've made it something people talk about now. They're thinking, well, we got to get our kid now help. So in their minds, they're doing something good for the community. They're killing all these people so now that you listen when they're kids like him. I mean, obviously the kid's dead. He knew he was going to die. He wasn't out there trying to, you know, have someone listen to him. No, he, he didn't get to say a word. So we never know. We don't even know. I don't even know if I'm right what I'm saying. We don't know if he was just, maybe he wasn't mentally unstable. Maybe he just, just evil. I mean, maybe he's just an evil kid. And we, we don't know. So yeah, there, there's so many factors here. We're never going to be ahead of the game as far as trying to understand someone's mindset. That, that's the human brain. That's why AI can never really truly take over the human brain because we're all 100% different from each other. And I'm doing this podcast now about how we need all this control. For all we know, I could snap next week. We don't know. I don't even know. I mean, I don't know what I would do in a scenario where I was pushed to the level to where I had to make a life decision and if I give up on everybody. If I give up on everything, what would I do? Would I hurt myself or would I try to hurt others? I would like to think I wouldn't do anything and I would just try to make it better. But I haven't been subjected to that kind of trauma yet, apparently. And none of us know. None of us know what we're going to do. I mean, if for whatever reason I can't work no more, or who knows, I get in a wreck, become paralyzed at the point where I can't work or I can't do something. There's so many factors. We, we can't know the outcome of anybody's mind. So the best we can do is try to make the, cut the cancer out of the problem. And that problem is making high-powered guns hard to get. That, that's, the, that's, that's the easiest way to stop, solve the problem. I mean, what else can you do? You do it, you try it, it doesn't... I mean, if I say restrict guns, restrict high-powered guns and high-powered ammo, and we give it a year, a couple of years, and nothing happens, I mean, it stays the same, then I was wrong. It, basically, nothing, nothing changed, so I was wrong. But on the other hand... If someone else says, give everybody guns, whatever ammo they want, and this mass killings just go crazy, um, and you were wrong, uh, that's catastrophic. So my wrong isn't as bad as your wrong, basically. I mean, which wrong are we willing to deal with? I mean, I would rather be wrong than, and have nothing change than be wrong and have thousands of kids dying so there's that i mean the virus is probably not going to kill us all uh, the vaccine is probably not going to kill us all but how do we how do we take the chance we don't know for right away i mean we don't know that if it was man-made or designed or natural if it was natural we should be fine if it was man-made we're screwed because it was designed to do exactly what it's doing and we'll never know what's coming so i mean there's right and wrong answers here, but there's right and wrong answers that have much different I told you so's. We just gotta calm down, stop worrying about our guns being taken, stop worrying about infringements, because you're never losing your gun power, ever. It's not gonna happen. Nobody wants to be that president. Nobody wants to be anything like that, because that's a dictator. Nobody wants to be a dictator. If they do, they're, they're fucked up in the head and they don't deserve anything. They don't deserve to really have a family or nothing. I don't know. I mean, really, it it's just comes down to what would you do? Maybe you're lucky enough you can look the other way, which makes you the problem uh, and pure, pure evil. Uh, but just because you haven't experienced it, you haven't had one of your kids shot up in school yet, does not mean it's not going to happen. This can happen at any school at any time, any period of the day.
just so you know. This could be happening in your school tomorrow. And there's no warning, not a single one. And who's going to be to blame in that scenario? Are you going to say, well, that kid had a nice gun, did a wrong thing with it, but, you know, we should have been evaluating him better as you're bearing your child. Are you going to be that parent? Because I can't see how anybody can be that parent. So, you know, you're going to, you're going to make a stand. You're going to do something about it. All of a sudden then, your 2A don't mean two shits to you because you just lost your child. You just lost everything that you loved. And you, are you, you're not going to be okay with it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what side you're on. Once, you, once your child dies, everything changes. So... I'm glad you can look the other way if, if that's you, but you're you're a fucked up individual if you can. It comes down to voting, people. Vote vote with vote with your what ifs. Vote if uh, what if this happens to my family, my kid. Don't think about self protection. Think about your kid. Think about your kid's way of life in school. In, in a scenario of self protection, here's your scenario. Okay, so you got people that say I got guns. For self-protection to keep at home in, in a safe. Well, how's that going to work? Because if it's in your safe, and you have to go unlock it while your house is being robbed and while your family is being attacked. So yeah, that's all, all of a sudden your gun safety is kind of going downhill. And you can have a lock on it, sure. But you're in the middle of the night, sleeping in your bed. This guy kicks in your bedroom door. Are you going to have time to go in your drawer, grab the key, unlock your trigger, and then shoot the guy? No, you're not. You're dead. He's probably going to take your gun and use it on your family. So then the only other scenario is you have a loaded gun sitting in your nightstand that your kid could get. And this is where most of these situations happen. The kids find their parents' loaded guns or know where the guns are and know how to load them. So this last story is almost unrealistic. A gun used for safety, for self-protection, is never going to be safe. The most you can do for your family is get the hell out of the house. That's, that's your answer. You, I mean, in a scenario where they kick in your bedroom door and you're screwed and they got your kids, all you can do is talk your way out of it at that point. You're not getting a gun. And the scenario is you get your kids out of the goddamn house, you let them steal whatever it is they want in your house. That's a scenario. Don't protect your stuff. Your stuff is useless. It's a stupid mindset that I'm going to protect my household. I'm going to protect my family. Fuck all that. You protect your family to get them the hell out of the house by having a plan in such a scenario. Um, you have access points. You have escape points. You don't block off your house with this hardened door with only one way out. You see what I'm getting with that one? Um, you give your family a place to run to, a place to get away. Uh, locking up schools, like prisons, is not the answer. I mean, God damn, did you go to school like, with lockdowns and prisons and what, we're not going to have recess now? Is that, is that the plan? Because what are our kids doing their outside playing, having a good time? Put them maybe... Uh, Fences with barbed wire? Is, is that the better answer? Is that what you you guys want? Because that's kind of what you're talking about instead of just the obvious. But whatever, sure. And like, if you want to start locking up your kids in a, in a prison for school, that ought to be fun for their anxiety. That should help out great. I mean, they, you guys are bitching because they couldn't wear a mask because they couldn't socialize and uh, live their life like we did. I didn't, lo I didn't live behind locked doors in school, just so you know. I mean, I lived in classes where the doors were propped open for a draft, for, for air to come through. Because schools get pretty damn hot. Not, not a lot of schools have air conditioning, just so you know. So yeah, uh, if you want to lock your kids like prisoners, you're a problem. You're the reason your kids hate you. You're the reason your kids hate society and hate the government. It's your fault. And it's your fault for not making it more safe for our children. And safe, it means taking the shit off the streets that makes it unsafe. Because you can't protect everything. What, are you going to lock down your churches? No, you're not. Are you going to lock down your grocery stores? No, you're not. What, what else are you going to lock down? Do you think you can just barricade the whole damn world and bad guys are never going to get in? No, but you can at least make it harder for the bad guys to take out everybody at one time. And you know this is true. There's not a goddamn person out there that's going to argue this. That you cannot stop it. You can't. You can stop how fast they do it, you know they can. So there's a lot in here that is worth arguing about. You heard it all. Um, I'm only stating on the obvious. I want guns. I love gun control. I think everybody should have a gun and be controlled with their gun. Not the health issues are going to happen. That's just society. That's how we work. 
We're never going to be able to know who screwed up. We're never going never to know who's going to be screwed up. But we can control how they deal with that screwed up. So get out there. Vote. If you're going to vote red, then vote for responsible red. They're out there. If you're going to vote blue, vote blue. They all have their agendas. But if their agenda at the moment is gun control and making our kids safe, that's all we can do. That's all we have to vote for is our children's future. Just our children's lives to live the next day. That's what we vote for. Gas is going to go up. Economy is going to go up. Uh, economy is going to fall. I mean, things are going to... The market's going to change. I mean, that's just corrupt politicians and millionaires and billionaires at work. So we can't solve that problem unless you're rich. But we can solve our votes and our children's lives. So that's all I'm saying. That's all we have. As a society, that's all we have is our vote. Don't anybody take your vote away. Fight for your voting rights. Fight for your gun rights. Fight for your children's rights to survive and live. Fight for every right that's out there, but be responsible for those rights. Because me, you, we didn't fight for them. We, we got them from being born in the United States. That's how we got them. They weren't God-given. They weren't earned. We didn't earn them. I didn't do a damn thing to earn any of my rights. I got them automatically. So understand that. Understand that your rights were given to you. And your government gave you those rights. So you're fighting a system that controls your rights. If everybody, if, imagine the scenario where Republicans and Democrats came together. Now, here, I'm going to do some scenarios here for you. If they all came together and decided it's in the better interest for them and their families to make a, a world power, a power that controls the people, we're screwed. Because um, that day is going to come where they're all going to finally join forces. Now, here's where your gun control issue comes in. Now, the Republicans, they control the gun control issues. If they all of a sudden follow suit and say, if, if, if they ever said, we are taking your guns, like if the Republicans said that, Democrats would jump on board. It'd be a universal gun control. Like not, I'm not talking like gun, I'm talking gun banning. How about that? Gun banning. Like if Republicans and Democrats could come together on that, we're all screwed. Because in that scenario where Republicans say, we're taking your guns, and everybody's going to be okay with it because they're going to make it in a way, they're going to say it in a way where they're going to make you think you're doing a good thing. They're going to make it say, they're going to know who has the guns. They're going to go after all these militia guys. Everybody's in, in these crazy rallies. They're all going to say, okay, you guys, we need your help. We need to get these guns out of these high ends of people that don't understand what they're using with them. And they're going to jump on board. I guarantee it. The government's never going to go door to door. They will find ways to make these people so brainwashed into thinking they're doing a good thing. They will come to your door take your guns from you. It's never going to be a government thing. It's going to be a civilian thing. And that's what you got to be afraid of. And, and that's almost what's going on right now. They're getting to the point now where all these gun-toting, red-blood Americans, you know, these guys that think that guns are life, um, they think their guns are life. They don't care about your guns. They care about their guns. So if the government decides to recruit these guys and say, hey, we're not taking your guns, but we need you to go maybe get your neighbor's guns because we're afraid they might use them on us. And I guarantee you, <laughs> I mean, look at look at the division you got going on now. They will do it. They will come to your house, and they will take your guns in force. Your neighbor down the road is target shooting every weekend. He will, he will be the first one to take your gun in the word of the GOP and the government and all these people that think, they're doing a good thing. So be afraid of that. That is what you're afraid of. You're not afraid of your government. You're afraid of your government manipulating the stupid people. Um, that's just a weird, crazy scenario. So I'm just saying if it ever came down to it, that's how it would go down. Because then after they got those guns, then the government steps in. Then the government comes after these people and takes their guns too after they've got this huge stockpile. Because how is that not easier? How is that not less messy for the government? Less trouble. That's how it works. They would either give these people power, a like a, some kind of fake military power. They give them like bodysuits and the stuff that makes them all feel cool and stuff. And 
then they take it away. I mean, we've all seen how this works out. I mean, this is, this is not like a new idea. So just be aware of that. And I mean, if you wanna make scary worlds, uh, we can do it all day, but be realistic. For now, we gotta be realistic. Save our children, vote, um, vote against the crazy. Don't vote because it makes your life easier. Don't, don't vote because someone told you someone's taking your guns away. Or don't vote because, I don't know. Don't vote because uh, someone didn't open a pipeline. Don't, don't vote for anything. Don't vote for your economy. Don't vote for anything unrealistic. Vote for your life. Vote for your families. I don't know. Vote for you. Just vote for your children. How about that? Don't even think about yourself. Vote for your children. That's it. That's all I got. I got no awesome, like, do this, do that. I just got suggestions. Take it, take from it what, what you will. Hopefully somebody got something out of this. Um, it does help to talk about it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to feel a lot better today than I did have for the last three days. We're not over with this conversation because it, it stems off into so many more, more issues. Uh, but the show's called Talking At You, and I did a damn good job, I think, of talking at you. So, uh, I'd love to hear emails, rob.talkatyou at gmail.com. I do have a Facebook. Uh, a lot of this stuff is somewhat searchable. I'm not like a Joe Rogan, so you're not going to go in there and be first thing on the, on the search list. But if you, if you type it in, talking at you, or I think that's probably going to be your best, best route, talking at you podcast. You kind of got to get real specific when it's not a real well-known thing. But uh, I'm on TikTok. It's under talking at you. That one it might show up. It's more just me just making dumbass comments on people's political posts, and I do some stupid videos, but stuff like that. So I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm on Twitter. I'm making comments. You know, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, email, wherever way you want to find me, and you want to add to this conversation, you want to be on the show. I mean, I'll do, I'll do live shows. I'll do, uh, I'll do uh, video broadcasts. I'll do whatever, whatever you think. If you think you got a better idea than I got, I'm willing to listen to it. I got strong, strong skin. I mean, I. Um, I was a deep Republican. I vote, I voted Democrat. I mean, I vote. I mean, I voted Trump, and then I voted Biden. But it wasn't more. I vote. I usually switch when I don't like the person I first voted for. That's how it works. I don't just vote because of a party or a person. Like you can wave your Trump flag all day long. I don't care. I mean, I've got my own mind. I got my own way of thinking. I got. I've, I. I make my own decisions, so I don't have to go to rallies. I don't need to be pepped up on who I'm going to vote for. Um, so yeah, I'm branching out. I see I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy again. So Rob, talking at you, look it up. Write me if you have an issue or you want to be on the show. Praise is awesome. If you see, if you're following this on iPhone or uh, I don't know what the hell it is, anything. If, it, if, it, if a review is possible, throw it a review, good or bad, I don't care. So... It's Rob talking at you. Hope to talk at you later. Later, bye.